Zangief went down to Georgia and he found a QAnon crazy congresswoman. Tom Brady is the goat on land and on sea. And Gorilla Glue is finally been removed from Mrs. Brown's hair. I'm Ryan. I am not a catch, your honor. And this is the Tweet Cap. Hello everyone and welcome to the Tweet Cap. As I just said, I'm Ryan and this is my first solo episode. So I appreciate all of you kind of going on this ride with me. This is going to be a little bit different than what we usually do. I'm obviously not going to just read off the trending topics of the day um, and joke around because, you know, I'm not with a guest. I'm alone in my living room, which would be very, very odd. However, I did want to take this time to kind of just look at a couple of topics that have been trending this week and maybe talk a little bit more about them honestly. Um, More information, more honesty, but as much fun as we can cram into some of these serious topics, and for the not-so-serious ones, thankfully, uh, we can have a great time. But before I get into that, I want to thank, again, all of you for listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. And for those of you who are watching this on YouTube, I definitely appreciate the likes and subscribes. Please continue to do that for, obviously, the channel and all of the videos. Um, Moving forward, sorry, podcast listeners, the YouTube channel is going to be... um, a little bit more uh, organized. We're going to try and have a variance in the types of episodes that we put out, and we're going to try and be organized so you can find what you're looking for. You can find the content that makes you laugh, and you can ignore the content that you're just not interested in. Um, But if you are listening on podcast, fear not. I have some good news. We are going to continue to put everything that we record on all podcasting platforms. So, be it the long one, the long form in you know discussions with guests, be it the games that we play, or be it one of these episodes, you know, a little bit shorter, um, and a little bit more compact in terms of what we're talking about and how we're talking about it. Those will all be available to you. So if you are an audio only listener, you will still be able to get all of the content. However, I do want to pr- stress that everyone should give the YouTube page a watch. Um, Like I said, we're trying to do some fun things with YouTube, and hopefully we can kind of grow this show from there as we head into this new era. But getting started, the first thing I think we should talk about is something that just started trending today, Um, and that is Zangief. So for those of you who don't play Street Fighter or have never heard of video games, Zangief is an iconic character from the Street Fighter games. He is a large, very hairy, very muscular Russian fighter. And while Zangief is not actually trending, and there is no new Street Fighter game that I know of, um, Twitter has taken to uh, taken to a photo of a man who has allegedly been sleeping with, or had previously been sleeping with, Congresswoman Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene in his Zangief cosplay, and have been using that um, to put out their critiques of Congresswoman Greene uh, and her activities. And so... If you've seen the picture and you know who Zangief is, it's actually a pretty good cosplay. The, um, the, the man calls himself the Tantric Guru, and he's a fitness instructor, which is the world or uh, the profession that uh, Congresswoman Green was in before 
being elected in these most recent elections. And it, like I said, it's actually pretty good cosplay. But what's interesting to me is that we're talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene. For those of you who didn't watch last week's episode, um, you may not know this, but Congresswoman Greene no longer has any actual committee assignments in the United States House of Representatives. She's been stripped of her entire um, her entire slate of committees, and now she's you know still a general voting member when everything gets to the House floor, but she has no say in the bills that get to the House floor. She has to basically rely on other people and other people's discussions and vote only on the bills that are presented. So she's lost quite a bit of power, which is, you know, insane for someone who is so new to Congress to get uh, so ridiculed that quickly and to be that, you know, dangerous that they lose their positions almost immediately. But lo and behold, uh, Congressman Green was able to do that. Um, She has, you know, been a part of the QAnon movement, which has been, you know, widely debunked at this point. Um, she's got some very strange beliefs about the California wildfires and giant space lasers. Um, I direct you to last week's episode if you want a little bit more about her conspiracy background. But the one thing that kind of bothered me when I was seeing this trending on Twitter was not the Street Fighter memes, which are, of course, all hysterical, and not the fact that they're calling this guy Zangief because, I mean, that's the picture that they use. That's what they have. Uh but the idea that this is what people would be talking about in regards to Congresswoman Green a week after she lost her committee assignments just seems kind of odd to me. It seems odd to me because I think everyone at this point can agree, and this is probably one of the few things we can all agree on, that the United States House of Representatives, in a lot of ways, has become a joke. And the reason it's become a joke is because of the people that we've elected to sit there in most cases. And when we treat these people like the jokes that they are, in fairness, we're trivializing what is supposed to be one of the most important parts of American life, American government, the people who are supposed to lead the country. And if we're making a laughing stock of them, that just hurts our democracy and our government even further. So with hundreds, and I mean hundreds, of controversial and just downright incorrect statements that Congresswoman Green has said over the last, I don't even know, 2016 it appears is when this all you know started for her. Why would we pick the fact that she had an affair to be what we talk about? All it does is give someone who has no business being in the halls of power another week of coverage, another week trending and more to talk about now they can go out and be like twitter's attacking me the democrats are attacking me so and so is attacking me so on and so forth all this does is give her more attention when the fact of the matter is we want to be giving people like her less attention we want to have less clowns in congress so that way it's less like a circus and more like an actual governing body so while the again the tweets have undoubtedly been funny and it is kind of ironic that you know someone who did kind of have a faith-based uh, campaign has been caught doing something that is clearly you know frowned upon by most religious faiths. Um, the fact of the matter is, this isn't a story. This is something that you know her and Mister Green and I don't remember his name. I, th- I think it's Perry, but her and her husband 
and these two men that she's accused of with sleeping with, this is something for them to work out. What we need to work out and what we need to call out on social media when it comes to this person um, is just the tonnage of incorrect information that was spread in the lead up to the inauguration of the current president by Congresswoman Green, among others. So just food for thought before you send that next Street Fighter tweet. And make no mistake, Twitter is an open forum. You should absolutely send the meme, but maybe send it with some reverence in your heart for the fact that, you know, our elected officials are officially a joke. But something that's not a joke is that the National Football League, the NFL, just had their Super Bowl, and Tom Brady is officially the greatest of all time. I get no pleasure in saying that. I am a Jets fan. And Tom Brady has been the bane of my existence uh, ever since I was a young kid watching football. Um, But I think it's pretty much undeniable that whether you like Tom Brady or you don't like Tom Brady, he is the greatest of all time. And for the first time ever, he's been the greatest on and off the field because he has gained notoriety on the internet for his celebration of winning uh, at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers boat parade. And so for those of you who don't know the story, Tom Brady was absolutely hammered throughout the entire parade, uh, having a good time. Uh, he uh, at one point threw a Lombardi trophy from one boat, the boat that he was on, which was apparently a $2 million boat, by the way, to Gronkowski on a boat behind him. And again, only Tom Brady could make a, compl- uh, make a completion like that. Uh, as a Jets fan, I don't know any quarterback, sober or drunk, who could make that throw. But... I digress. While I was watching all of the coverage of, uh, well, I'm going to call him Tommy at this point because Tom Brady is the professional on the field. We can only describe the party animal that we saw in Tampa as Tommy. I was wondering how did we get to this place where we had, you know, hundreds upon hundreds of boats forming our Monte Bay to celebrate a football game. And it turns out that while the NFL has had a parade for their Super Bowl winner in the city that the winner's from for most of its you know most of its lifetime. The practice went all the way back to 1905, when Philadelphia held a parade for the A's after they won the championship for their conference. So they actually lost the World Series. This is baseball, by the way. Um, they actually lost the World Series, but they did manage to win the championship, which was seen as a big deal. And so when they got back uh, into town. Everyone gathered down the main street, um, and they watched as the cars drove by, and everybody was in the open cars waving to their fans, and there was a couple thousand fans. Again, there might have been a couple thousand boats full of fans in 2021, so these things have obviously grown quite a bit uh, from their humble beginnings in Philadelphia in 1905. But Tom Brady, you know, for all of the attention he's getting, is not the first person to party hard after winning a championship. Um, I was actually just I was thinking about when J.R. Smith um, won a championship in Cleveland, and he uh, took off his jersey in celebration, and then he left it off for the entirety of the festivities. So it was multiple days where he was just walking around shirtless, celebrating. He did manage to put on some clothes when he went to meet the president of the United States, which is another tradition that we have in this country for the championship teams. And Joe Biden has confirmed that as soon as it's COVID safe. He's going to have the Lakers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers come and 
fulfill that part of the tradition. I, for one, think it'd be awesome to do it at the same time. Have the GOAT of the NBA and the GOAT of the NFL, the two top players in their you know field, two of the most recognizable athletes in the country, meet the president at the same time and celebrate, you know, wing back-to-back, you know, LeBron, of course, first, and then uh, Tom Brady for the same season, but he carried into the new year because the NFL season doesn't fall into just one calendar year. I, thought, I think it'd be interesting, and uh, they already actually started talking to each other on Twitter about it um, and about Tom Brady's um, avocado um, tequila with uh, LeBron James mentioning how he wishes he could have had a celebration. So hopefully, once things clear up in L.A., the Lakers can have some kind of celebration because I think that LeBron getting to be a little crazy after winning his championship will certainly be a welcome sight for most of us on the internet. But again, congratulations, Tom Brady. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and congratulations to the NFL, because the NFL, in addition to upholding uh, decades-long traditions of parades, um, also now has the greatest of all time under its belt. And uh, I know Matt and I have talked about this on the show before, how baseball doesn't really have a greatest of all time that you can point to right now, and it kind of hurts the the entire sport. So it's always good to see somebody just excel at the highest level, someone to be a finely tuned athlete and reach the pinnacle of, you know, performance. And the NBA's had that more than once. Um, and the NFL has had obviously some awesome players, but I think now we have a recognizable player for a new generation to look at and say, yeah, that's Tom Brady. Love him or hate him, he's the greatest to ever do it. And apparently he's also the greatest to ever party after doing it. So shout out to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And last but not least, I want to talk about the story that has been uh, gripping at the heartstrings of the internet for quite some time now. Um, Tisha Brown, I believe I'm saying that first name incorrectly, um, but that's how it's phonetically spelled anyway. Um, She kind of went viral earlier this month because she used Gorilla Glue to style her hair and unsurprisingly to most, obviously not to her, uh, the Gorilla Glue got stuck. Um, In fairness, you know, there are supposed to be rules about what you can and cannot uh, post on the bottle of a product. You probably should have a warning on there that, you know, this could get stuck somewhere. So we'll see. I know that she's expected to go to court over this. But a happy ending, whether or not the court case happens, whether or not she ends up with a lot of money from Gorilla Glue or just a lot of debt and uh, legal expenses, her hair is back to normal. Uh, they had a procedure done in Beverly Hills at no cost, I must say. So even better, she got this taken care of for free. Uh, but at no cost, they were able to help her out and to get the product out of her hair so she could return you know, to normal. Uh, so... Again, shout out to the doctors that uh, performed procedure and uh, helped somebody out. You know, it's easy to laugh at it, but I can't imagine the uh, the uh, the disruption to one's life having your hair completely covered in gorilla glue would be. So you know, hopefully this is a lesson to everyone, regardless of any changes to the packaging. Uh, Twitter can spread the word that gorilla glue is not safe for your hair. And again, shout out to the doctors who were able to. Uh, get it out <laughs> in a timely fashion so uh, everyone could return to their lives as normal. And it's actually particularly apropos, 
if I can use a big fancy word for you, to talk about um, Tasika Brown's procedure and the science behind removing glue from someone's hair today, because today is the UN's official Woman in Science Day. While the doctor in this particular case was a man, um, a man who deserves a medal, by the way, for coming up with a way to get rid of all that glue, the UN has decided that today is going to be the day where we honor the contribution of women scientists all over the globe as someone who is, of course, very, very close to several women scientists, but one in particular, uh, Melissa Wilkinson, who has been on the show before to talk with us about coronavirus and will probably be on the show again very soon. We just have to organize a date um, to do that. I just wanted to give a shout out uh, to the uh, hashtag women in science. Uh, science matters now more than ever with the pandemic still going on. Um, a lot of news coming out today about that with Dr. Fauci predicting that everybody will be able to get their vaccine by the uh, end of April, hopefully. It'll be open season, I believe is the quote, for vaccines in April. It's more important now than ever to have people talk about science to talk, um, in the correct terms, not in the terms like we hear from people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, but in, excuse me, in the words like these women that the UN are honoring and talking about today uh, on National, or rather, um, Women in Science Day. So, Thank you to all of the women who help us understand a little bit better what it means to live in the world that we live in. Um, thank you for explaining the science of why things happen to people like me who just to make YouTube videos on the internet. And uh, we'll continue to defer to you uh, as we work through this pandemic. And that's it. That's our show, everybody. Like I said, this is going to be a quick one, especially if you're an audio-only listener. Um, so if you want to see the YouTube video and the extended YouTube version, if there is an ex much of an extension, we'll see how it plays out, then definitely go to YouTube, find us at the TweetCap, and give us a like and subscribe on this video and all of our other videos. Like I said, we are, we're walking alone, but I appreciate all of the support that I've got over the last few, uh, last few weeks. Uh, as we were going through this transition and all of the great ideas that I've been given about new content that I can create beyond just, you know, reading the tweets that are funny to us in a particular day. So please keep them coming. Uh, please send an email, link in the description, or uh, tweet at the TweetCap for more information or to give us rather your information about what you'd like to see on the show. And with that, I want to wish everybody a good night and a great weekend. And hopefully you have as much fun this weekend as Tom Brady did all week because that looked like quite a, quite a bit of fun. Thanks, everyone.